to another episode of the Disruptive Voices of the Pacific and today I have two brilliant young people sitting with me. I just met them last week, Lanietta and Luca. They had come to a workshop that we'd done on healthy relationships and we got talking and it was just great to hear their passion particularly to do to speak into some of these taboo topics that um, carry on here in Fiji. But first of all, Lanietta, welcome. Just tell us how old you are, a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Uh, my name is Lanietta and uh, I'm uh, 26 years old. I'm uh, currently working and um, yeah, I'm working as a lawyer. Can't really go into detail, but... Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, oh, can I say my religion? Okay, I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, and um, yeah, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. And you, Luca, a bit about yourself. Thank you. My name is uh, Luca, and uh, I'm 28 years old. Uh, currently working as an electrician, and uh, I'm also a Seventh-day Adventist. Uh, member and uh, yes I do appreciate and uh, thank the program last week about building a healthy relationship especially being a Christian uh, awesome so we've I asked them to catch up and I've just sprung this podcast on them pulled out my gear <laughs> but I think it's really important to hear their voices um, a lot of my People I interview are probably a bit older and talk about other issues, but it's great to hear the voice of young people, young adults, they're both single. Now firstly, Kevin, I just hear, so last week you turned up to one of our sessions where my friend Gretchen Mitchell was talking and we did a session on what is healthy sex. Is that something, and you can go back to um, previous episodes where Gretchen, where I interviewed Gretchen um, and hear what was said that night, but... What did you think of that night, um, Luca? Was it helpful, what you learnt? Yes, it was. And it is, because it's still helpful. Uh, When we talk about sex, my understanding about sex is that biblically, it's God's gift to married couples. And uh, God set up boundaries to it because... uh, yeah, we, we talk about trust, we talk about security, we talked about uh, so many things last week. And uh, for me, uh, my understanding about sex is that if it is practiced outside of uh, marriage, it is uh, adultery or fornication. So as a Christian, uh, sex is no to us who are not married, outside of uh, our married vows. But... We have to wait. It is better to wait than to put yourself in a very... Yep, so what you heard Gretchen say, um, was it helpful? Because, yep, we've all heard that a million times. We hear that from church and family all the time. But Gretchen really went in, what does it look like, you know? It's pure, it's pleasurable. Um, We need to even prioritise it. Was that... Was that new thinking to you, Lanietta? Yes. Um, well, generally speaking, 
uh, when we hear the word sex, it comes with a perverted um, connotation to it. Like everyone looks at it negatively. Eh? And uh, that uh, session, it uh, really enlightens us that uh, it's a gift from God. And uh, there is a way that uh, God has uh, intended it to be used. Eh? So I thank uh, Gretchen for that, uh, for enlightening us that, um, you know, if it is used in the right way, the result will be, it will be a beautiful result. Eh? And uh, that's one thing that's lacking a lot in our society, especially for us young people, because we misuse it and uh, many young people, they misuse it. And um, yeah, and also I really liked your session, the one where like keeping pure, eh? like it's a wholesome thing. Sometimes many of us, like I just think, oh, it's just about virginity, that's it. Um, but we forget that it's more than that. It's about the music we listen to. So simple and I totally agree with that. So like, yeah, I'm trying to control now be more careful with the music I'm listening to. It's very subtle but yeah, it's definitely <laughs> Yes, now the music we listen to. We love the beat but we don't always know the words, do we? Now um, what drew me to you guys is you're, you're young, but also you were talking about starting your own podcast on, on these very issues, which um, I just say go for it because there's not enough people talking. Um, and you really want to do podcasts for younger people because is this a, a topic, Luca, that younger people are really wanting to hear more about and that the church is not addressing or their family? Yes, I guess uh, we have to be the voice of the young people. Uh, we, uh, yeah, I think the young people do need this because we have to put a stop to this. And in order for us to put a stop to this, because they are not matured enough, they are not being traditional enough in their thinking. So because if if uh, we have to target the the elders, the the elders are more traditional in their thinking. That's why they always come up with this taboo, the restriction uh, areas of what we have to talk about. And the young ones, they are innocent. So we have to target them so that when they grow up, they're thinking, they, they, they're thinking, they're thinking a change. The way they think is changed because of this kind of awareness. So I guess they are the most, the, the, the people that we are targeting, we are counting on them because they can change. If they change, then the next generation after them will change too. Yeah, no, that's so true. I mean, they're already being educated about sex through pornography, through the music. <laughs> uh, they all talk about it, so um, it's so much needed that we have a voice that um, can get to them because, yep, if the church isn't going to speak to or our families are, um, are silent, then, yeah, so I, I really hope that you can get that up and running and I look forward to hearing your episodes <laughs> and, and what you have to say around that. What do you think, Lanieta, is um, some of the biggest struggles that teenagers, young adults face growing up here in Fiji? Well, um, you know, there are many social issues that uh, teenagers face in, uh, in the country. And I think one of uh, the main um, problem is uh, the lack of guidance. Like, um, this comes to in terms of um, the education from home on sex um, the education f uh, from home on um, 
choosing the right friends. Uh, religion is there. I mean, uh, the church is there. It, uh, but most of the times we rely too much on religion to do everything, and the home is lacking. And uh, I believe that um, the family, the family, the parents, eh? well, that's one thing that uh, many of um, the parents in the country uh, need to work on, is to spend more time with their children and to just tell them about life, you know, uh, because that worked for me. Like my parents, they, you know, they told me about um, the things that would happen when I'm growing up. Uh, they educated me and uh, I believe that helped a lot in many of my decisions and I didn't have to get it from social media or my friends. Uh, yeah, the, the reliance on church and uh, sometimes we're just too busy in church that we forget eh? Yeah, that family, the home plays a huge role. So I think many teenagers face issues just because of that lack of uh, guidance. Yeah, Absolutely. Now you're lucky enough to have had a bit of that from your parents. Uh, Luca, you were telling me a bit of your story before and you're encountering pornography. Had anyone ever spoken to you about these issues as a young man? Not really. Uh, we were never thought about pornography or sex and whatever. Like I grew up in a community where you are, you can do whatever you want, but just don't drink or smoke at a young age. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because drinking and smoking they never really harm you. They never really do anything like that to you. But it is. The, uh, the subject they're talking about, it changes the whole you. The you that makes you, you will be changed because you are allowing yourself to be manipulated by social media pornography and uh, this so-called uh, taboo and all. Oh, and uh, yes, I guess I've, I've changed my mindset. And uh, that is the beginning of transformation. Just change your mindset. Tell yourself that you can come out of pornography. Tell yourself that you can come out of adultery and fornication. And uh, once you're positive about yourself, then you can be sure to achieve that positivity because your mindset has been changed. That's great. We were talking about the word taboo. Uh, and just how much it's destroying young people because we say it a lot in our families and that's why we don't talk about these sensitive issues. Um, how can we actually break through a culture of taboo, Lanieta, as a, as a younger Fijian growing up? Is this a, a word that you're going to take into your family? Uh, definitely, because um, you know, one thing we have to realize is uh, whether we like it or not, society is changing, and uh, the social media it has changed uh, the landscape so much that if we do not make much needed changes, we'll have to pay the price as a nation, even. So, like the taboo is breaking the taboo. It's not to disrespect culture or tradition. Um, there's a place for it all, and uh, you. You know, some uh, issues that the country is facing, like teenage pregnancy, uh, that's uh, the Tambu culture has somewhat um, contributed to it. 
And, uh, you know, simply put, if our parents talk more to us about um, sex and its effects and uh, the safe way to go, the timing for it, the right time and what God intended it uh, to be, it will uh, address many issues because you know teenage pregnancy it also it's a, it's not just a girl getting pregnant poverty comes with it lack of education the child will have to you know it's a ripple effect so if we can just break that uh, tambour culture by just spending some time with the children at home siblings even us with my younger sisters if our parents can't do it it uh, it will really help it it uh, will uh, yeah it has um it will help not only the child or the young per person, but the nation as a whole in other social issues, yeah. Yeah, our young people are very curious. Um, I think it's creating families where our young people can question. Because <laughs> at the moment, they don't always feel free to ask their parents about questions because we don't talk about these issues. So they're going to Google where you can get answers to every problem. Uh, and it's not always good to Google what is sex um, because you get all sorts of pictures and, and information uh, that comes up. So it is, and I, and I can see a new generation of islanders coming through that are creating these families where they're talking about these topics. Uh, Luca, you were sharing before about sometimes tradition and culture, it just grabs you around the neck. <laughs> can you tell us a bit more about that? Yes, uh, my views about tradition is that, yes, uh, uh, I'm one with what uh, Lani said, is that, but there are certain topics that we need uh, to address openly when uh, it deals with realities, what we face every day, what we see every day. Uh, there are some other topics that need the taboo restriction, that's for the law of the one. I come from a, a chiefly lineage where we have a certain restriction, uh, but tradition is like grasping our neck and uh, our voice are not being able to be heard because we fear tradition. We fear that what uh, what the society are going to say about us. I mean, uh, when we stand up for the truth and we stand up for what we believe in, uh, there will always be oppositions. And uh, we don't have to worry about that because the message somehow has to go across. It will help. It will help. Uh, what we are doing now, uh, the mission that we have to change the mindset of the young people and to build a better Pacific, uh, it all begins in you, in me. So when I change... I can influence other people to change and they can influence others and this process keeps on going until the Pacific is changed. And we are no longer vulnerable to tradition. Like what I said is that it is like grasping on to grasping our necks. But once we let go of these traditional views about us, about the certain issues that we need to discuss in life, uh, we'll finally hear our voices. Uh, the young people can talk, women can talk. Uh, it's all about equality. Uh, there are so many things we can talk about, so many things to say. But once we let go of tradition, we'll find all these ideas and all this. Uh, as tradition, is, it's not bad. We are not against tradition. But there are certain things, there are certain issues 
that needs to be addressed openly, especially when we're dealing with realities. Yes. Yeah, as one woman said to me last week, any part of the culture or tradition that doesn't bring joy, we need to throw out. <laughs> and because, yeah, there's great parts of the culture uh, that, that are here in Fiji, and it's not destroying the culture, but anything that doesn't line up with the Word of God, firstly, uh, and produce joy, um, needs to get thrown out. And I, I love that. I think that's a great rule of thumb. And she's in her 60s, this Randini. Um, Pastor Akanisi, I interviewed her as well. So that's great. Um, so as we finish up, Lanietta, um, do you think the church, now not just talking about your denomination, but generally the Church of Fiji, do you feel like it's relevant in meeting young people your age where they're at and speaking into these issues or...? Not. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, that's uh, a very good question because I've actually been thinking about it. Eh? Uh, you know, during the session last week, right? Was it? Yeah, last week, Thursday. And uh, yeah, Thursday, it was Thursday. We had this uh, senior woman who, who mentioned that uh, when she approached the officer, the officer didn't receive her well and told her that many of the churches in uh, Fiji is too busy to notice the, our, you know, our people who are marginalized in the community. And uh, that's just the tip. That's just that just shows the reflection eh, of um, how the community sees the. And uh, yeah, so back to the question to addressing these issues with uh, the young people. Well, well, I think the answer is uh, still the same as the constable said. If we are not, we're just too busy. If the church is not too busy with fundraising, activities, programs, and uh, maybe we just focus on the basics that Jesus said in the Bible, the orphan, the widow, the depressed, you know, then if we just focus on that, then maybe the church will be more effective in looking at these issues. And uh, in practical ways, we need more practical solutions, yeah? Instead of just giving uh, the Bible like a lecture, like uh, I believe, like the previous session, that's a very effective uh, method to put the Bible into, you know, into light, like come alive. I mean, not that it's dead, but like, you know, like for young people, eh, we need uh, different methods to uh, relay the message. And even Jesus used parables, you know. So, yeah, I um, yeah, personally, I feel like the church can do better with uh, us young people and uh, addressing these uh, issues like teenage pregnancy, drugs, smoke. I mean, in my circle of friends, it's not even that big. I know someone who has an issue, including myself. I'm not perfect. And uh, that just shows the extent of the issue. Eh? It's there. It's there. Because if it's not, uh, if the church is, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're being very diplomatic there. <laughs> I, I think the answer is, you know, when I speak to different pastors um, here, they say, oh, our young people are leaving, they're not turning up. Um, and I think that's an answer right there, because yeah, if it was relevant and meeting a need and drawing them in and helping equip them and find purpose, they would be there. Uh, we always have time for what we love, don't we? Always. Um, we're all watching the rugby. 
Um, <laughs> so, uh, but why aren't we turning up to church? And so I've been asking pastors, well, because it's easy to point the finger at young people, well, maybe you need to look at what you're doing. Because <laughs> uh, I grew up in a church that just equipped and was so relevant and championed us. And we, we, all want, we had a big youth group. We all wanted to be there. And now we've all gone on as adults to make significant impacts in our city and nation. So, so it's possible. It's possible. Anyway, there's so much more we could talk about, but it's been great to um, chat with both of you. I look forward to hearing your podcast um, very soon, hopefully. Um, But I love your passion to be able to do something, and I pray that God will just keep leading you forward. So God bless you both. I see your suffering. I see. Come out from hiding The sun is rising Let the islands hear easily